0: Hey, ladies, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Tricia Stefankowitz, registered dietitian nutritionist. On today's episode, I wanted to continue talking about mindset and this idea of being in a place that you feel really hopeless when it comes to your health. And I want to talk about four strategies that can address this and that may leave you feeling a little bit more hopeful, or at least can take you to a place from feeling hopeless to more hopeful than you are right now. Before we start the episode, I want to remind you that the best way that we can grow this mission of empowering women to take action when it comes to their health, wellness and self care is by sharing these podcasts, um, episodes. So if you know, someone that would benefit from that, please share um, with them because you know, again, this will be a way that we can grow this community. Also, um, any ratings, reviews or downloads will just continue to help grow the mission of this podcast. I thank you so much for your support and I'm really truly grateful for all um all that you've done for me to help grow this podcast. A lot of times when it talks about when we talk about feeling hopeless when it comes to our health, there's a lot of questions that center around things like how do you mentally commit to your health? Um what do you do when you desperately are focused on your health, but you don't feel like you're making any inroads, and how do you get to a place that you can achieve your goal without completely losing hope? On this podcast, because it's women over 40, and because... I I believe that weight is one of the biggest issues that is expressed to me. Um, I'm going to use the example of weight, right? So when it comes to being and feeling hopeless, I think especially when it comes to weight, we get to this place that we feel like here we are again, we're back in the same place, we're back at the beginning of where we were maybe five years ago, 10 years ago. And we're in this place where we're trying to figure out what to do next because we feel so desperate and hopeless. And we're trying to figure out, okay, do we do Noom, do we do Weight Watchers, do we do keto, do we do intermittent fasting? And we're so desperate to make a change that we sign up for something that may not actually work for us and it may actually not even fit our lifestyle because we feel so hopeless. And so I want to really talk about some ways that we can stop looking at what's on the outside and what other people are doing and really digging deep here and focusing on the inside and what we feel and what is best for us to achieve the goals that we desire. I think this is what we do, like we have all these guidelines and we, we have so much information at our fingertips Some of the information is accurate, some of it is inaccurate, but it's almost like an overload. And then we have, you know, people that are achieving these goals and then we mimic those goals because we think, hey, if they did it, then I can do it too. But I want to address and really start to dig in what would work for you to get you to a place that you don't feel so hopeless and that you start to feel a little bit more empowered um, and confident that what you're doing works for you so that you feel like you're having a little bit more control when it comes to your health. You know, I'm a big fan of quotes. So one of the quotes I'm going to start when we just start talking about these four strategies is from Albert Einstein, who says, we cannot solve our problems with the same level of thinking that created them. So the first thing that we're going to address is mindset, right? I believe that our mindset and the thoughts that we think about ourselves create the reality of where we're at right now, okay? So I think that if we're people, this is just my belief, right? So I, I, I think that if you're in a place that you see yourself in a certain way that's negative. So, if you're someone who's trying to lose weight, but you're telling yourself, I'm so fat, I'm so lazy, I'm so unmotivated, I think it's gonna lead to you feeling really bad about yourself. And it's gonna be really hard to get to a place that you have this mindset that you can do anything and that you can achieve your goal of weight loss. Versus if you have and you see yourself as, okay, I'm worthy and I think I can do this, I know I can do this, I just, you know, it might be a little bit, I might have to kind of step out of my comfort zone a little bit. You might get to a place that you feel like you can achieve your goal a little bit more, because you're not having these like negative things that are holding you down. And so I really think that a lot of times we focus on these external factors, and I'm guilty of this too, where it's like, just, just, Eat this and exercise. And we never quite get to the root or to the mindset, which I think is really key into achieving the goal that you want. Um, mindset is everything. And so to become someone different, you must think of yourself differently. You must do something that is different than what you're doing now. And, you know, if, If you're somebody who's engaging in a lot of negative self-talk, then perhaps the thing that you would do different would be to start talking to yourself in a way that is more positive than what you're doing right now. And, you know, I don't know what that looks like for you. I think that it it would be really hard for you to go from one continuum, continuum of like, I hate myself to this other extreme of really feeling like you love yourself and there's a lot, there's so much in between that spectrum and so it's really just trying to figure out where you are and what little step you can take to change that, or at least to be in a place that you can move forward with the thoughts that you're thinking, right? So for me, I've been doing therapy for a very long time. So perhaps I'm not saying as negative things as I was, you know, 15 years ago, would I say that I'm on the other extreme? I don't know that I would say that. So it's just trying to do something, you know, whatever it is that works for you. So therapy tends to be something that works in order with mindset. That's a big one Um, because you have someone who's challenging any of the negative thoughts that you may believe about yourself that probably aren't even true. Um, I would say, you know, I I like to use affirmations. I know some people think that's really woo-woo. And if you're in a place that you are just so disconnected, um, from your body in terms of your thoughts, that might not be something that's comfortable for you. For you, you might be somebody who, again, I'm like a quote junkie. So when I first started doing all of this, like trying to change my mindset, I would write down quotes that really resonated with me in like a copybook. And then I would start to like, kind of put them on my computer as like my, um, home screen or on my phone. And so that over time, you know, I would see that once a day and I would, it would have to force me to read it. And it would just make me think a little bit different. You could be somebody who immerses yourself in books and podcasts, um, about your body and about, Um, things that are positive when it comes to your body. So that could be social media um, posts that are body positive as opposed to having body negativity. All those kinds of things will start to just have you think about how you talk to yourself and, and really start to maybe start thinking that it can be different. Now, you might be like me. I thought that I think it was almost like I wore this badge of honor that I talked to myself so shitty, like back a couple of years ago. And then I realized like the only person that it's hurting is me and that I can get to a place that I can talk positively about myself because ultimately like nobody is going to care about me and nobody is going to make that decision for me. Um to to be kind to myself and to think nice of myself, except me. And so in some ways that's very empowering. And then in some ways it's very sad because it's like, Oh my gosh, I've been living this life where I've just been like a martyr and just, you know, wearing it as a badge of honor that I'm talking so shitty to myself. But you know, I think there's also empowerment there too, that it can be different that you don't have to continue to keep talking to yourself the same way that you can get to a place that you start thinking about um, you start thinking about that things can be better and that you can maybe start to feel a little bit better about yourself and say nicer things to yourself that will help improve your body image it will help give you confidence that something can be different and remember like you are going to be the only one that talks yourself into doing something and so if you have a health change that you want to do ultimately you're going to be the one that has to believe in it you're going to be the one that has to feel like you can do it and changing the mindset into a place that is a little bit more positive will be you know will be something that will get you closer to what you want to achieve so mindset would be the first thing that I think you need to explore when it comes to um, getting to a place that you feel more hopeful. The second thing I would say would be to really dig into what your why is. I recently did an episode on this topic that if you're interested in, you can go back and listen to. But to summarize is that most of us know what we want. We know how we're going to do it, but we never quite dive deeper into the why. And the why, I believe, is where the magic happens because the why is going to be the thing that keeps us motivated during times when we don't really want to focus on our goal and it feels really hard and when we really forget why we're making the sacrifice that we're making. Now, when it comes to finding your why and when it comes to mindset, both of these things are going to require you to kind of get a little quiet, which is really uncomfortable for a lot of people. It's very easy. I think we're, we live in this world where we're easily distracted and it's a way that we don't really have to deal with our emotions, which I think is what a lot of us are trying to do, right? We're like, eating because we don't want to deal with our emotions. We're watching TV because we don't want to deal with our emotions. But ultimately, like, no matter what you do, you can exercise, you can eat fruits and veggies, and you can do all those things. But if the end of the night, you're not connected with the mindset that you want, or the reason why you're doing it, then it's probably going to be very easy for you to indulge in behaviors that are going to take you further away from what your goal is. And so instead of feeling like you're getting derailed and that you don't have any control over it, if you're able to kind of sit with yourself now, no matter the discomfort that you feel, over the long term, this is going to provide you more value um, than just doing the outward things you know, again, when it comes to mindset, it's a muscle that has to be practiced. So we focus on these like outward things that we practice over and over again, but we don't ever quite do it when it comes to mindset. So, you know, again, that's a muscle that the more we practice it, the better we become at it. And so finding your why, again, is something that's also going to require you to dive into and start really digging a little deeper than maybe you are feeling comfortable with. So I'm going to give you an example of why finding your why is important. Okay, so it's an example that I can use from from my own self. So exercising is something that is really big for me, that I'm trying to figure out how to resume after my hip fracture. So you know, it's been five years since I had my hip fracture. I've had a lot of stuff done on my hip since then, but it seems like I'm always very hindered when it comes to exercising. So my first thought of like, why do I need to exercise more is that sure, I want my hip to get better. Um, but my, my first thing when I'm thinking about my why is like, okay, I have these really cute, like gray jeans that I have and I want to wear them. I've had them and you know, I just I just want to wear them. I think that they're adorable. But if I really dig deeper, so I would say first to like dig deep. At first your like thing might be like kind of like just very surface like my jeans, right? But if I were to really dig deeper in that topic of like why do I need to exercise? Well, I would really start to figure out that And and it took me a while to come to this. It wasn't like I had to actually write about it and think about it was that I want to be a good mom for my kid. Like, there's a lot of things that I have been unable to do with him because of my hip. So, you know, sometimes Jacob wants to go to the park. I can't walk to the park every day. There's some days that I can do it. And there's some days I can't because if I walk there, I cannot walk home. My hip just can't do it. And when he was little, I couldn't do things with him that were really simple because of my hip and because I wasn't able to walk. And so for me, I don't want to do this for another five years. I don't want to have this sacrifice of not being able to do things with him or feeling like that I'm failing him because I can't do these, right? So I know that you have something that's just like that, that you don't want to go, you don't want to be in this position five years from now doing. Okay, I know it. And that's where I want you to go. Because when it's 5am, and my alarm clock is going off, let me tell you, the idea of being able to fit in those cute jeans may work the first couple times that alarm clock goes on when I have motivation. But over time, when I'm snuggled in my bed and when my motivation goes away, which it will because that's normal, getting into those jeans is not going to be something that gets me out of my cozy bed. But when it's 5 a.m. and I'm thinking of, oh gosh, I want to be able to move more. I want to be able to be more mobile. I don't want my hip hurt all the time. I want to be able to do stuff with my kid that's what's going to get me up in the morning. That digging deep and knowing that why I want that and that I want to be a better mom. I want to be more engaged. I don't want to be limited for another five years. That's going to be the thing that gets me out of bed. And so I implore you to really dig deep into what it is that you want to achieve and why you want to do it, right? Because it might come off as being something very superficial, but I suspect that if you keep digging and digging deeper and deeper and deeper, you're really gonna start to find and explore the meaning of why you want to make that commitment. And once we understand that why, that 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 big why, the real why, why you're doing it, this is gonna really help you understand your motivation behind your behavior And it's going to be the thing that's going to keep you going when you don't want to do the behavior, when times get really hard, because you're going to tap into this because it is so deep within you that it's going to feel like, okay, I have to do this. I don't really have a choice. And that's what I want you to really start thinking about because this ultimately is going to give you hope because this is going to be the thing that you're like, okay, I have to. There is no, there is the. The, like the benefits of doing it no matter how hard outweigh any reason why you wouldn't do it and you know there there might even be a there's probably going to be a story in this of why you want this and you kind of have to figure that part out in order to really explore it but I think ultimately knowing this And knowing your why helps you become the hero of your story, helps you get to a place that you want to become the hero that you want to be, you want to, you know, accomplish it and to do something differently. So again, the, the the two first things I would say would be to do mindset and to really dig into what your why is. Those two things are going to probably be the hardest two things of the four things that we talk about because they are going to require you to be still, be quiet, to be uncomfortable, to sit with nothing around to distract you and to have you really start thinking about what it is you want to achieve. The third thing that I would say as a strategy to lead you into a place that you're becoming more hopeful is to really start thinking about how you can monitor self-monitor or to measure you know what it is you're trying to achieve so are you trying what is the behavior all right because remember we're doing the what 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 is the behavior right are you trying to change? Are you trying to change your negative self-talk? Are you trying to change an emotion? Are you trying to change a habit? Are you trying to eat differently, sleep more, exercise more? What is it that you're trying to do? Knowing, you know, having some kind of metric for your health helps you increase awareness and helps you get to a place that you're going to be able to do that behavior more often, okay? So bear with me for a second. In the past, think about if you've done any of those. Again, weight is something that most people relate to. So if you've done any of those programs like Weight Watchers or Noom or My MyFitnessPal or Lose It, right? Or whatever, anything that you've done. Most of these programs, what they have in common is that they use some kind of self-monitoring tool that you check in with yourself daily to see if you're doing that behavior. So for instance, you know, Weight Watchers will make you write down your food. In the old days, you used to log down your food in pen and paper. Now you can log it in your phone the same at noon. And so all of these things, even if you're doing my fitness power, lose it, you're logging something in, right? So That is the idea of self-monitoring. You're doing something or you're checking in with yourself every day to see your progress on the goal that you're trying to do. And so what that does is it, it increases awareness and it has a positive impact that you will continue to do that behavior. And so doing this, having this idea that you're monitoring yourself, helps create the behavior and maintain the skill. And you start to get better and better at that skill that you're trying to acquire because you're doing it more frequently. And so you may notice that in the past, you know, once you stopped logging your food or um you know or logging into whatever program that you're using that once you stop that self monitoring that you may either maintain your weight or start to gain weight back again because you're not doing that behavior anymore. And so for you I would say to once you pick the behavior that you want to change think of a way that you can monitor that behavior. And I would probably monitor that behavior daily. So Whatever that looks like for you. Again, a lot of this is trying to figure out what works for you, not what works for somebody else, what works for you. So if you were going to pick something today that you wanted to monitor first, what would it be? And second, how would you do that? And for this, you might have to look at what has worked in the past and what hasn't worked in the past. So you might need a checklist that you, every day you have like a to-do list, you check it off, you've achieved it. You might be someone who likes to track things on your phone. You might be somebody who likes to journal. So food journals are really helpful I like to food journal and again it's not for like calorie counting it's more to help identify any triggers that I have if I'm doing any emotional eating and that like idea of journaling is really effective for weight loss um because it's not you're not focusing on the calories you're focusing on the behaviors and all of these things are like The behavior. So, the mindset is the behavior. The why helps you maintain your behavior. And then self monitoring helps maintain that behavior. It helps you learn the behavior and to check in with yourself about the behavior. And so, I would say to you, what is it that you're going to do? You need to probably do one of these things so that you feel like you have more control of what you're doing. A lot of times we do this thing where we're like in our head where we think we're monitoring things, but we're really not. And so it's really easy to become hopeless when we feel like, oh, I'm 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 doing all these things and I'm not losing weight. But I suspect that you're probably not self monitoring and you probably don't have any tools that you're utilizing. And if you were utilizing them and you go back and look at it, you're probably not doing the behaviors as often as you think. So pick something, whether it's, putting, you know, whether it's your journaling or I like to do my behaviors like in my calendar, I like to keep track of that. Um, you could be, if you're exercising, like if you're in any of those apps, they can sometimes keep track of how often, and how frequently you're doing it. Some people have the smartwatches, whatever it is that works for you, I would say to do. Um, you could even do like a big calendar you know, and you put like colored circles on the days that you do something. Um, But as part of that self monitoring, whatever you do, you also probably need to have a a prompt to remind you to do that every day. Because again, once you stop monitoring yourself, you may notice that you're not doing the behaviors anymore. And remember, a lot of those programs that we've talked about, whether it be Weight Watchers, Noom, Lose It, um, MyFitnessPal, you notice that they all have like some kind of prompting that at a certain time of the day, they may like uh, send a little, you know, alarm for you to check in. So if you decide that you're going to do some kind of self-monitoring, which I would recommend, you also need to have some kind of prompt during the day to remind you to do it. Because once you once you stop doing the self-monitoring, then it's going to probably be harder for you to continue to do that behavior. And ultimately, it's going to probably make you feel even more hopeless that you're not able to get there. So this idea of self-monitoring, of having prompts, will give you, hopefully, it's going to give you, um, it's just gonna get you closer and like that you feel like you're more empowered and you have more control over the goal that you're trying to achieve. And then the other part of it is to have that alarm or some kind of prompt to remind you to do it every day. And then to even take it a step further would be at the end of a month, schedule an alarm, set a date on your calendar, because if you don't put it on your calendar, you're not gonna do it, and then review what you did that month and really start to figure out like, okay, my goal was to exercise more this month and to look at it. Did you exercise more this month or did you not? And so it's just a way that you can be really honest with yourself that you feel like you have, um, more control over what it is that you're doing. And the fourth thing I would say would be to just start, just start, just do something today, do something today without expectation. One thing any small change that you have today is better than nothing at all. But the reason why I say to just start just pick something today, don't overthink it, just do it was would be that it just creates a win for you. And this is what is going to help you create a little bit more momentum. So any win that you can get. So if it's something that like, you want to exercise, you know, maybe do a five-minute walk today don't overthink it just start just do something what a lot of people do a lot of us do is that We have this grandiose idea, okay, I'm going to start on Monday. I'm going to make this big behavior change. First of all, it becomes this whole big thing. It becomes like, oh, I got to go to the supermarket and I got to do all these things. And then we have all these expectations built in that. And then if we don't meet those expectations, we don't actually start with the behavior. And so what I would say is just to do something. You just need to win. What is something that you can do today to get that win? Is it, I'm going to pack my lunch today? Great, that's your win. Is it, I'm going to eat like another fruit today than I ate yesterday? Great win. Is it, um, oh my gosh, I've, I've done my hydration today? Great, that's your win. Because if you keep doing this one small thing and then you see that you can do it, well then what's gonna happen? You're gonna do it the next day and the next day and the next day. And if you're monitoring yourself, that's gonna really help create momentum. And that momentum is gonna give you more confidence and it's gonna give you motivation and you're gonna keep going. And then slowly you're gonna start to have a little bit more confidence, you're gonna feel a little bit more hopeful, and you're gonna feel more committed to do that behavior. And then what's gonna happen is is that no matter how small that behavior is, you're gonna be like, okay, I got that. Then you build on to another behavior, right? So that's what I would say to do. They are my four things. Really start thinking about your mindset and something that you can do today to change a pattern or a thought that you have about yourself that maybe is a little bit more positive than you were feeling yesterday or today. Really digging into what your why is, picking something that you can do to monitor and to keep track of the behaviors that you want to do. And that will require you to probably look into what has worked before, what hasn't. And then, most importantly, just to start, just to do something today say it out loud right now. What is it that you're going to do? What is it? Do it. Don't even think about it. Just do it. And Honestly, it could be something so simple as like, I'm going to eat something for breakfast today. I don't usually eat breakfast. Oh, I'm going to cook dinner tonight. I don't usually cook dinner, just something because I want to remind you that like where you are right now, no matter how hopeless you feel, it isn't forever. It can always be changed, but you know, that's going to, you're going to have to think and do something different than you're doing today. So it's like that whole thing, like, you know, we keep doing the same thing over and over, but expecting a different result, right? So you just need to have this idea that you, you know, that where you're at isn't forever, that you can always be somebody different than you are today. You're never too old to achieve it. You can always do something different. And this idea of focusing on the one small thing that you can do today and to take it one day at a time. And as usual, like reminding you that it's progress over perfection, you know, like it's just these small things practice over and over again that gets you to the goal. These people that it would, that achieve the things that you want are no different than you. It's just that they've changed their mindset. They know why they're doing it. They are able to practice consistency because they have a way that they self-monitor that works for them and then they just start it. They didn't overthink it, they just did it. And so you are no different than those people that have what you want. It's just making up your mind and taking one step today and knowing that it's not going to be perfect and being okay with that. And you know that it's all it takes is all it takes is that one change just to start that will get you to where you want to be. So I thank you so much for listening. If you found value in this podcast episode, please share with others. Um, remember to, you know, rate, review, subscribe, download episodes, whatever that will help grow our mission of empowering women to take action when it comes to health, wellness, and self care. I thank you so much for your support. I am truly grateful and I will see you guys back here next week. Have a great weekend and pick the one thing that you want to do today. Say it out loud and do it.